All right, everybody, welcome back to our Tri-State Training Day podcast. I'm really excited about our guest today who brings a lot of energy, and I got a chance to meet for the first time over the last couple weeks and did not disappoint. Just amazing personality, um, energy that she brought to the situation, and the, and the truth is she is absolutely crushing it and has some had some aha moments in the last few months that she wants to share about her journey. And I'm excited, Bree, to have you on the podcast. Bree Starr of FFL Five Star Financial. And they, as a family, just absolutely slay it. But they're even better people than they are producers and, and, and contributors to our industry. So it's amazing to have you on the podcast, Bree. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, we're excited to have you. And, um, you know, I got to know a lot about you in the last you know, a couple weeks, but I've been watching you on social for a while. Obviously your numbers have, you know, gone before you helping the amount of families you've helped. Um, but learning more about your story is incredible. And I want you to share some of it, you know, first off, where are you coming from? Um, and how did you find family first life in the first place? And let's talk about your, your evolution here. Okay. Um, so I am from Michigan, uh, before family first life, my family owns a business. So I was doing all the accounting, bookkeeping, office manager work. Um, I ran into first family first life because my brother actually bought a home. He filled out one of the mailers and Mm. he was a lead to Mindy Tibbs. Actually, her husband went out to his house (laughs) and, uh, he got there and was talking with her husband and just said, dude, what are, what are you doing? Like, what are you making not doing this kind of stuff? <laughs> and he called me after Mindy's husband left. He's like, Bree, have you heard of Family First Life? And I was like, actually, yeah. My best friend growing up with her, uh, childhood best friend is in it. And she was always posting on social media. I heard this story. So were you already licensed? No. You nope. were not. It's no. so funny that he would say, have you ever heard of family? I thought you were licensed when, and that's why he asked you that. No, he okay. just called me because he, he's just always calling, asking got it. questions. Okay, got it. Okay, keep going. Um, so I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what Emily does. And we had looked it up on Facebook, saw it with Family First Life, and he's like, no way, this isn't real. And she's helping this many families a month. I think she's doing like helping 55 families a month. Hmm. And I was like, yeah, you need to reach out to her and talk to her about it. And so he got in and started and started crushing it, right? Has been ever since. And I just kind of saw that. And I was like, you know, I'm going to let him try this out, see how it goes. And then maybe I'll get in. (laughs) So that's what I did. I got licensed about a year ago. And I will say I didn't really get started until I went to convention last year. So convention was a big turning point for myself just to like be in the heat, see all the top producers and successful people there and conversations were had, good conversations. Um, And I kind of came home from there just super excited to start diving into this. Um, I was in a better mindset from where I was before. before uh, family or before convention, I was very new to being a single mom on my own. So Mm. I was trying to juggle three kids and just my job I already had plus my house by myself. It was just super stressful 
convention kind of just like lit a, lit a fire in myself. Wow. Um, yeah. And what did that fire do for you? That fire made me really go to work. Um, one of the hangups that I had before going to convention was finding daycare for my youngest. So I was trying to work from home, but had her here and it was just, it was a struggle. Um, and at convention, I actually got that phone call from the daycare and they said, Hey, we have a spot open for Blakely. She can start on Monday. And that was just like, I'm like, this is it. Like God is God's timing's perfect. So came back from convention and started diving in. Nice. So what did that entail for you? Like, what was your, what was the first move you made from a business standpoint to get the ball rolling in the right direction? Um, first thing I did was really buckle down, get organized and start buying leads. Um, so I also made a schedule for myself so that I could try to be as consistent as possible. Um, my brother held a lock-in a few weeks later and it was my first ever lock-in. We went to Columbus as a team and in those three days I helped 14 families mm. and I'm like, dang. Like I can do this. Wow. Um, so that, that really lit a fire in me too. So that's amazing. Um, so the lock-in, how many days was the lock-in? Um, we had a dial day and two run days. So three days. Okay. So let's talk about this. Cause in three days you helped 14 families. You said, yes, mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's a ton of momentum. <laughs> like <laughs> That's just like, Woo. So you set it up, you had one dial day that you set appointments mm -hmm. for two other days. Yes. Yes. Okay. And it was that simple. Like when, when you went into the dial day, excuse me, when you went into the lock-in, how many leads did you have for this? How geared up were you? I had plenty of leads, like a tremendous amount. Um, I don't remember the exact amount that I had, but I know I spent at least $1,500 on leads. Got it. That's just crazy good. All right. And then your, your, your appointment days, what was the, how many appointments did you book both days? Um, I believe I had at least 13 appointments booked for Friday and Saturday each. That, okay. That explains it, right? 26 yeah. appointments. What was your show ratio on those appointments? How many people actually picked up when you said you were going to call? My show ratio has always been pretty decent. I would say back then it was probably 70%. Um, but I tried then, that's when I first started to the one call closing. So that really was a game changer for me. And calling in the evenings is dang near ideal for that. So one, so this was appointments though. These were not one call closes. Yeah. If I had a no show, then I was trying to one call close. Got it from there. Mm -hmm. And did you have a lot of one call closes in that lock-in due to people not showing up? I believe I had at, at least two one call closes during that lock-in. Got it. Okay. So the appointment pretty much the show was good enough. I mean, how many presentations mm -hmm. On average, do you think you made over those two days? Showed numbers. 
I would say at least probably 20, 18 to 20 appointments. Wow. So that's, that changes everything, right? Like the fact yeah. that all these people are picking up, all of them are getting insurance for their families, and all of a sudden something went off in you. I can do this, right? Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, you probably inspired others around you that they can do this too. I um, did. But so, so that changes everything there. Then what happens next? Um, after the lock-in? Correct. Um, I get home and to be completely honest, I was not being consistent. So I get home, I'm trying to do the same, keep the same momentum that I had at the lock-in and then carry that at home. I think I came home and all three kids were sick that week. Like I remember something, it was something terrible. I'm pretty sure all three kids were sick. They couldn't go to school and just taking a break. I don't care how long you've been in the business for taking a break like that and then coming back. It's hard. I don't like to take breaks. I like to try to stay consistent, stay in my routine so that I don't go through the challenges that come after that. So from there, you basically, you know, started setting routines. Yes. Yes. Wasn't correct. an appointment was appointment dial day, run, run, dial day, run, run. And when did the aha moment for the, to call close come into play um so i mean one call one call close my bad okay um so i will say um the rest of that month i i didn't do too well just because i wasn't being consistent i wasn't sticking to my schedule um summer months were coming I was starting to open my pool. I was getting sidetracked. It was was not a good time. Okay. Mm. Um, So, yeah, um, I would say during those first, like, so it was March, April, and then June. Like, I would pop off, not stick to my consistent routines, Mm. but I knew I could do it. And I started getting so mad at myself because I'm like, why am I doing this? Why am I putting so much work into activities that aren't really benefiting anything in my life or um, they're not money-making activities and changing my focus um, really started to set in in June after my brother's grand opening in Columbus. Um, That was just incredible. I was so proud to, you know, be his sister and just watch the growth that he's made in the last year and a half here at Family First Life. Mm. And I started thinking in my own head, like, that could be me. You know, like, I'm, I'm the only person in the way of making that my future as well. Like, I'm getting in my own way. Um, so just seeing his success firsthand really lit again another fire but this fire was like the bonfire of fires (laughs) 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 and I was just to the point where I knew I could I can do this like I I knew I could do it but I was just sick and tired of just making it by I was paying my bills but not able to really save a lot of money and I have three kids and I have them pretty much 90% of the time. So not a lot of help. 
Um, and I've always just wanted big things for myself and for my kids. And at the end of the day, I was just getting in the way of, I was holding myself back. Isn't it amazing when you can parse out the real from the distraction and then you can pull the real out and push the distraction back and all of a sudden the real Bree star appears right mm -hmm. and that feeling that feeling of that person is 10 times better than the procrastinator or the person who keeps putting stuff off or the person who keeps putting stuff in front of this real stuff and then there's these two different worlds there's the you told me June and July, you helped 10 and 12 families respectively. And then in August and September, you helped 23 and 33 families respectively. Those are two different people. Same person, same, same stuff is inside you. And all of a sudden, you, you, you take off, right? And it's the conversation that you had with you. Yes. Like we could have, we, you know, there was probably a bunch of people trying to pour in and a bunch of people wanted to help and a bunch of people who was trying, but you talked to you. I saw your brother's grand opening. You said, why not me? What, what is, what are we doing now? Let's talk about this. That conversation with you, how intense was it really? Was it easy to move these things? and you just kept procrastinating or was it really hard and you had to you really had to like move stuff and push things down how did that look yeah um the best way i can explain it was i was to the point where if you imagine yourself carrying two five gallon buckets right mm -hmm. they're heavy they're full you're walking and water spilling out the sides Think of the water as like the responsibilities in my life. Mm -hmm. So my responsibilities overflowing, um, you know, I would spend my free time going out and having fun, which is fine and dandy and all, but no, you got, you got to sacrifice some things in life mm -hmm. to go and reach the goals that you want to reach and meet your full potential. So I'd go out, have fun, kind of ignoring or making excuses for myself and ignoring the things that I actually had to do. And I literally woke up one morning and I was so tired and like just felt so heavy waking up even daily. I just felt heavy. And I'm like, the only way I'm going to lighten the buckets that I'm carrying and lighten my load and wake up like feeling actually refreshed is creating the schedule buckling down and getting getting stuff done um staying dedicated to this and my kids and beyond that like the people I love and my kids nothing else really matters and and my career of course right. um so I literally decided to everything that was negative in my life gone I didn't go out I I didn't have a drinking problem, but I would go out on the weekends and have fun with my friends and have too many beers, you know, be a little sluggish the next day. Mm -hmm. And that's not good either. You have to wake up every day with a clear mind, especially mm -hmm. in an industry like this. Okay. Um, 
because that was that was also holding me back. So getting rid of the negativity, um, the negative people, the negative events, anything like that, gone. Uh, two months, I literally stayed home, and that started in July, in August, and I literally gave this my all. And I'm like, this is I'm either gonna do this or I'm not. So it's mm. time to go all in. What coincided with this decision was also you started recruiting, you said, mm -hmm. right? Yep. So you started recruiting in, around July. Mm -hmm. That's a whole nother decision. Or was it or was it the same decision for you? S selling a lot, hiring a lot. Was that one decision? I'm going all in on this business. Or was it two decisions that you had to make? So I guess it was kind of one decision. I know that the only way to really go all in is to also share this opportunity with other people. Mm -hmm. And in order to have them take this opportunity seriously and be successful here is for me to lead from the front. Hmm. So I woke up one morning that when I decided to, I'm changing my life today. I wrote down three goals and um, one was to, <laughs> I'll show you the piece of paper actually I love on it. this. Oh, Thank you, little piece of paper. I wrote down three goals because mm -hmm. I've always had goals. I've just never wrote them down love without it. writing your goals down and looking at them every single day. What are you, what are you reaching for? So I wrote my goals down. The first one was build a massive agency slash team. And in order to do that, I need to recruit. I need to train. I need to burn up the phones and lead from the front. Wow. And that's what I started doing. Now I have 21 agents under me. Wow. Um, every day I'm constantly posting about this opportunity because it's changed my life in just a short amount of time. And I can't wait to see, you know, where I'm at in a year, two years from now. Um, the second goal I had was to open up an office here in Michigan. And I wanted to open up an office where there's a positive work environment and where people are excited and hyped to come to work every day and work as a team. <laughs> and I just got the keys for my office two days ago. Yeah, that's huge, <laughs> huge, 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 huge. Yeah. Okay. And then my third goal was to help 30 families in one month. And I've also done that and get my lead spend where it needs to be. Wow. You're a force to be reckoned with, Bree Star. I appreciate it. Imagine what focus can do. Mm -hmm. Wow. Dude, I'm so happy I heard this. Build a massive agency. Open up an office in Michigan and help 30 families in a month. And every single thing you wrote down is in, in motion or done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I put the date on this paper. I wrote this on July 1st of 23. Wow. So what that says to me is anything you put your mind to, you're getting it done. Getting it done. Facts. So limitations have been lifted. Mm -hmm. We're clear for takeoff. Yes. And that's awesome because you have everything you ins everything inside you to be great. Mm -hmm. And now you're willing to do what it takes. So 
with these three steps, you know what happens when you reach goals? Create new ones. Yes, ma'am. You create <laughs> new better. ones. You create new ones. <laughs> Talk to, you don't have to give me the goals now, okay. but I want a new piece of paper, right? You can keep the massive agency at the top because that's going to be there for a while. You're always going to want to do that. Yeah. But what else happens now? But but you were very descript. You wrote what the goal was, and then you wrote the details, the color, you know? Yeah. An, a massive an office in Michigan, and but I want to make sure that people are happy to come in every day and this, that, and the third. And so there's a never the, you're at this level, there's a next level. Um, and I'm, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of the trajectory that you are on and what you're doing. Um, and the, your kids are watching this. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yep. My goal is, uh, I've always wanted my kids to be proud of their mom. So uh -huh. when the girls look at me every day and they're proud of their mom, that's, that's everything. That's what keeps me going. And that's ultimately my why. And I believe that you have to have a strong why to have that fire behind you. Because without a why, what is, you know, it's hard. No doubt. How do you and David work together to help accomplish um, these goals? Like, obviously, he's technically, he's your brother, but he's also, he, he brought you in the business, right? Mm -hmm. And when I think about five-star financial and y'all being siblings and y'all are really tight. I think of like together, you guys, you know, rewriting your family's legacy, mm -hmm. you know, between the family that he's going to build, the family that you're building and the family that you already are. So how do you guys work together to reach some of these goals? Yeah. So um, working with him is very easy. I've always said to my parents, the best gift they've ever gave me was my brother. Wow. So we've always been very close. Um, and he is my younger brother, but he has helped me in so many ways, especially with this business. Um, our goal together is to create a legacy. Like, that's it. Um, the the goals and the opportunity here is infinite. Like there's no end, right? And we talk every single day, all day. I'm still constantly calling him for advice. He calls me for advice. And we just work very well together, knowing that we have the same goals. Um, we're a lot different too. So I think his, his personality and my personality we work very well together and we kind of offset that um, difference between us, but it's, it's a blessing to work with your brother and get along as well as we do. That is, that is quite the blessing. Um, it brings me a lot of joy watching the you know, synergy together. And I love what you're saying. We're going to build a legacy. That's it. Mm -hmm. Like I feel the fire. I feel the bonfire, you know, Brie, I feel it. And I just, yeah. I, I see huge things coming. You've set a, a, a really awesome foundation. Um, you're true to your goals. You've already eclipsed some of them. And dude, this, <laughs> this <laughs> you're in the, you're, you're, you have the right mindset on everything. You got the office, you're recruiting the lights out. You're helping 30 plus, plus families a month. 
Let's roll, baby. Yesterday was my first full day in the office, and I helped five families. So that That's that felt be super incredible. good. <laughs> I mean, just christening the office and helping five families, it doesn't get better than that. Yeah, um, it was awesome. Real quick, before we go, what are you doing? What is the main source of recruiting for you, and how's that working? Social media. I'm just literally posting my, my life. I'm posting what I do when I submit the policies, America, Mutual of Omaha, whoever it is, I'm posting um, every day consistently because this opportunity is literally incredible. And my new agents coming up, like it brings me so much joy knowing that, you know, I'm able to help them and their family with training and anything that comes their way as well. And then just also seeing their success. Like, it's incredible. It's just incredible what this opportunity can do. So why would I not be sharing it everywhere? Like I'm posting on Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, stories. I helped a family today. Did you know helping one family could pay for 10 um, tanks or fill your gas tank up 10 times, whatever it is, people relate to that. Right. And they're like, what is it that you do? They ask questions. Damn, that's crazy. Will so I just message back. I'm like, hey, hop on Zoom. We'll have a conversation. I love it. Were you ever reluctant to do that? Kind of. What was the reason? I think it was just me not believing in my own self. Man. Yeah. I learn every time I get on this podcast, man. I mean, God bless. Now, <laughs> like, you've shifted belief in yourself and now you're helping a bunch now you're helping a bunch of people with fire in your belly and the you don't even if I ask you right now do you see any quit in this I don't I know what you're gonna say but you're gonna say it with a lot of punch yeah do you see any quit in this Brie there's absolutely no way (laughs) like I'm not quitting crazy. I can't like I just I can't there's no way from lukewarm to fiery hot Bree Star, Bonfire Bree Star <laughs> is crushing it. Thank you so much for sharing with us on our training day podcast. You have a ginormous future, and I'm I'm happy to come alongside and, and look and watch and offer any advice I can offer, but you guys are crushing it. I appreciate you. And thank Pre- for, thank you. Appreciate you, Bree. You're gonna help a lot of people with this podcast. We're watching your story, and we're seeing it um, continue to unfold. Thank you for for jumping on with us. Yes, thank you. Take care, y'all. God bless. Thanks for listening. Training day. Peace out. Thanks, Brady.